in each situation that we've had looting this year, it's because someone lost their life that should not have lost their life. How about we deal with those issues and you don't have to write some BS expansion to stand your ground laws that address looting? How about that? Maybe. Well, how about we just do that? Maybe that's a good idea. Maybe. But I'm just spitballing. Well, I'm just a podcast guy. Right. This is Season Walker, the cool, calm, collective one. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for sophisticated ignorance, intellectual stupidity, and well-articulated nonsense. Are there some more? Walker! We finna cool! Walker, can you Peace and blessings, beloveds. Thanks again for tuning in to our latest episode. Please, please, if you haven't already, subscribe, follow us, show us love, leave a five-star review. Shout out to all of our listeners, both new and old. Please, please visit our website, which lists a lot of things, Gatry. I think it consists of our YouTube page. Check. It consists of our social media sites check. and also consists of all of our streaming platforms, correct? Check, check. What is that website? TheTippingPoint.com. That's T-H-A, TippingPoint.com. That's the info. Here's the show. Gatry. How are you? Oh, by the way, it's not just two of us anymore, right? Walker, who did you allow in this cave that we call a studio? Oh, I believe it's a mutual friend of ours. Oh, speak for yourself. Mm. So it's three of us because you know we're we're moving on up. Yeah, uh, we we're doing big things, and you know I wanted Gatry to actually focus on potting. You know what I mean? Because he was trying to be all things to all people. You know what I mean? He was. And I, I was. I, I'm not gonna lie, Walker. I was struggling. Yeah, you, you was. I you could said, see it. You said something to me about it, and I brushed it off, and I was like, Walker's just trying to hate on him. He's producing. He's potting. He's recording us. He's he's parking cars, serving <laughs> drinks. Speaking up, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, we got black. Welcome so, to the Tipping Point Pod. It's black. If I'm black Could you kill that? Okay, sorry. <laughs> if I'm blackish and we got black, then we should be pretty good. I thought I was black. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Welcome black to the studio to the tipping point. He's going to. He's taking a lot off me, which I do appreciate, even though I don't like to admit it. And uh, he's going to help take this podcast to the next level. So, so you're going to actually focus on talking to me now, huh? No. Okay. I'm talk to you. <laughs> That's what you came in here for? Yes. This is one step closer to getting you out of here, Walker. I've never told you that I hate you. <laughs> but it's coming. Anyway, dude, how have you been this week? We, we're switching up our recording schedule, man. So it's Friday. How was your week so far, man? Short. It just yeah. seemed like a... Because, yeah. you know, I'll, I don't. it's amazing what those two extra days do for us. Absolutely. Not a lot has happened this week, man. Just well, I'll, I'll challenge that. But Really? Yeah. What's well, going on? Well, I'm good. Dude, 
I don't know if I'm getting older or what, but my back was bothering me this week. I don't know if I slept wrong or what. I know what it was. What was it? Because I texted you one night this week and uh, you don't text at night. No, I did. For me, it was night. 530? Yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> and you know, you didn't text back for four or five hours and you said, hey, sorry, got you. I was working out. So, I mean, that's what it is. You're pulling these three a days walker what do you think i mean you're not as young as you used to three be. days yeah walk i know you're i know you're over there killing it you don't have to tell me <laughs> cross crossfit who yeah so like it makes perfect sense that your back's a little sore so okay no sympathy from this side of the table how has your week been sure <laughs> <laughs> why did i come here I don't. I, why did I come, Walker? Uh, no, this uh, this new this new recording format that we're kind of testing is going to be a challenge for me. Why? Uh, just because you know I get up at well this morning was probably like three fifty. Why? Because so, well, you know why? I, I got to work out at five a.m. and it's made for a long day. And we had a lot of stuff going on this morning. My wife's car battery died, so I had to deal with all that. Uh, it's it, it just a lot. It's Life. Just, yeah, yeah, and so um, I didn't I didn't eat until like two o'clock, so uh, I'm just kind of off my biorhythms or whatever you call them. So, but mm-hmm. but it's good. I'm here. Got you and Black in the building. I'm feeling re-energized and I'm ready to do this. But um, Walker, you know how I love to spread that love, right? Um, I'm going to do some shout outs real quick, man. Uh, shout out to the storied outdoors. I don't, did you, did you see this week Walker, my, the, the podcast I did with yeah, them finally yeah, ran. Yeah. 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 This is chronicles of this guy hunting. So, um, shout out to them. The podcast turned out really great. Uh, I listened to it again and, you know, found myself laughing even more so than I did the first time. Uh, so it was really good. Uh, those guys are doing great things, totally different format for me, but still, I feel like we, we work together to get an effective recording put out there. So I challenge you you to listen to it, man. You get a kick out of it. Uh, also I don't listen to you, but I'll, I'll try to make concessions for that. I also want to thank uh, suburban pod for showing us a lot of love on our hundredth episode. Oh, uh, awesome. so that was very nice of them. Shout out to them. Yeah, yeah. You know that's our. Oh my goodness, I love their podcast. Uh, also, we picked up three <laughs> new uh, YouTube subscribers this week. Oh, uh, Juice from Suburban Pods, one of them. Thanks, Juice, supporting like crazy. Uh, Josh Costico and uh, Reed's Lemonade. Willie Reed. Thank you. Subscribe though, man. I lo- I don't know what it is, Walker, but all. I really love the YouTube subscribers, man. So. Um, I think for me, it just motivates me to put more consistent content on YouTube since we got people there. So and it's starting to come, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that, Walker. Good job. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, not, nothing really, nothing really notable. So yeah, it's just you know, and I guess we can talk about it when we get you know into Dort. But it's just, it feels like a hangover of the presidential election and all mm-hmm. the fallout and stuff that's coming with that. You still care? Do I still care? Yeah. I know you don't. Um, I haven't been watching as intently. Um, I've been keeping up in terms of like, well, we you know, transition and whatnot. But we can talk about that in Dort, though. Okay. I think so. You want to go ahead and just go on, move on towards Dort? Did you have anything? No, that was about it. That's about it? Yeah. It's going to be a short episode, I think. Um, do you want, before we do that, do you want to go in? Do you have anything on a prayer list? Uh, I got a praise report. You actually got something for Praise Report? Yeah, We've dude. only been doing it for two months. <laughs> Just saying. Yes, I do have a Praise Report, Walker. What you got? Uh, Morris Brown. 
they are set to get their accreditation back after 20 years of not having it. Yeah, dude. So, so wait a minute. It's been 20 years. It's been 20 years, bro. Bro, did you, uh, did you realize that Morris Brown was still like operating as a higher level of education? I did know it's that. Just, you could go and you yeah. could pursue a degree. It just didn't mean anything. Yeah, I did know that. I, I had no idea. Yeah. But they, they had, I mean, their enrollment numbers weren't anything to brag about, but they had people coming in and paying tuition essentially for nothing. Hey, I mean, some people just like to learn, right? Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine. I just think, you know, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Your voice I, inflections are indicating that. Yeah, I, I just, you know, college was just a means to an end, I think. And it's just, this is the thing you do, I guess. I don't know. Some people love learning, Gatry. That's so, so much that you'll get <laughs> a transparent piece of paper. And possibly in debt. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't love it that much. It's whatever you value. Podcasting, I love that much. People will look at your sneakers in your closet and be like, why? Right? And I know that doesn't make much sense to you. No. That doesn't make much sense to you. No, they they won't. What do you mean they won't? They'd probably be like, why don't you have more of these? That's what you would think. But I'm just saying, it's all about what you value, man. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That's all, man. Will you save your wise words for the end of the podcast, please, sir? Okay. Nobody wants that right now. This is going to be a short podcast then because there's no other wisdom coming from anywhere in this room other than maybe black. <laughs> but you, you, you. And he's been really talkative so far. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Morris Brown. So I thought that was pretty good to hear. When, you know, in, in, in this. In this so now climate, you don't have to judge people who actually attend Morris Brown anymore. No, I'm judging the ones that went before. You don't have to judge people who attend Morris Brown anymore. Who attend or attended. Who now are attending. Oh, no, no, no. I got you. I got you. All right. All good. And this is a survived HBCU, so there's even more value there. Beautiful. Here for it. I think it's great. All right. What you got, man? Uh, I got Dort. Shall we move on? You don't have anything to... I do have something on a prayer list. Walker, you're supposed to be the sanctified one. I'm supposed to be the, the ratchet one. What? <laughs> Excuse me? I said supposed to be. <laughs> I didn't say is. Um it's a lot of, it was a lot of talk, so I, I felt like we should at least acknowledge it. Um family of the rapper King Vaughn, who was yes, murdered in Atlanta. Dude. Some an altercation occurred and it led to a shootout. Um dead at twenty six. I haven't heard any of his music. I don't know if you have. No. But apparently he was making some noise. Um just just died young, man. Goodness gracious. I mean and then we're we're seeing the after effects of the pop smoke tragedy and then like Having to re- having to relive this with another rapper seemingly on the rise, so it's just it's really unfortunate. Yeah, I agree. Man. I agree. Um, it, it it was a conversation earlier in the week. I think Ti had tweeted something, and then it became this whole thing about. And Ti acknowledged he wasn't tweeting about this particular incident. But then it just led to a lot of backlash of people felt like I think Waka Flocka jumped into it in terms of um, T.I. speaking about or speaking down on that old life. Um, And then T.I. was basically just saying, you know, Atlanta in, in so many words, Atlanta is a progressing city. Let's let's not bring that foolishness here. 
And so uh, Walker's basically saying, you know, don't don't look down on people who are where you used to be in the whole nine, da, 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 which I don't think T.I., that's what T.I.'s point was. T.I. even said he wasn't even speaking directly towards that situation. It was just an interesting. Have you ever just seen a conversation take place that you just didn't want no parts of? Yeah, it happens every week on this podcast. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> but it was just no, this whole mean, conversation <laughs> about like the streets and etiquette and the whole nine. I'm just like, you know, that's when I'm reminded as to how non-street I am. Because a lot of this, because to me, if T.I. was referring to that incident, I would agree with that. Like, you don't want to see an altercation result in a life being claimed unnecessarily, I yeah. would think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And so, you know, when it comes to the whole, the whole snitching thing, the whole, it, it's just, I'm just reminded as to how detached I am from that code, that life, everything about it. You know what I'm saying? So, it was just interesting seeing that conversation, like that whole dialogue happen early in the week with that whole thing. But nevertheless, man, our prayers are with the family of uh, King Von and those close to him. It's, it's unfortunate to see, like Pop Smoke, another life just not reach its full potential yeah. um, because of because of what? Right. Right. So anyway, that's all I got, man. Um, <laughs> Let's get Doherty. Dang, Walker, you were right. This is going to be quick. Hey, man, it's all good. It's all good. Okay, all right. If you, you say you it's all good, you don't I'm going to keep talking. You don't, have to, you don't have to keep talking, but it's all good. Is okay? it because Black's here? Um, you trying to get him up out of here? You feel Trying to get him up out of here? You feel pressure? You feel like he's like sliding in on your spot as co-host? I mean, how are you doing, Gat? I mean, Black, are you killing it right now? You, you feel like sliding in on my spot? No, I just feel like I'm watching a tennis match. <laughs> um what you got man what you got what what are your topics all right you, you want go- me to give you all of them no just okay. give me the first one so, so i can trash it <laughs> if you trash this a walker your blackness will be in supreme question with uh, yours <laughs> uh Milwaukee Bucks Sterling Brown accepts accepts seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar settlement from the Milwaukee Police Department. Discuss or dispose. Let's talk about this. Okay. So Walker, do you do you remember anything about this case? Yes. Okay. So just for the listeners that don't, uh, back in twenty eighteen, yes, back in twenty eighteen, Sterling Brown uh, was approached by law enforcement officials after double parking in two handicapped spots at a Walgreens, right? Um, they they approached Mr. Brown. Apparently, words were exchanged, and there was a physical altercation mm-hmm. that led to Sterling Brown being beaten pretty badly and tased after being beaten. All right? Can I rewind back? He double parked in two handicapped spots. All right? To, to my knowledge, no one had been hurt. No lives were taken. Two just handicapped just, just spots. Just Sterling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two handicapped spots. So, dude, he was later on uh, arrested and jailed. But you know what did not happen? What? Him being charged for a crime. Because that's not a crime. Right. But he was still arrested and jailed. I'm just taking you through. Parking violation, but no crime. Right. Right. But they that, that wasn't even listed. 
Mm. He was just in the slammer for no other reason. Right. Right. So uh, anyway, uh, of course, Brown's agent, attorney, everybody gets involved and they get Brown out of there. And Sterling says, you know what? I got to get justice. I don't care how long it takes me. This happened when? This happened in 2018. Okay. So here we go, Walker. I'm just slowly unpacking this for you. So uh, Milwaukee Police Department initially came with a $350,000 settlement that Sterling Brown denied. You know why, Walker? Because the Milwaukee Police Department had yet to acknowledge their wrongdoing in the situation. Mm. Essentially, hush money. Take this 350 grand and leave us alone. Get your attorneys out of here. Sterling said, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to get y'all to fess up to this. So finally, we we land at the $750,000 settlement that they agreed to here recently this week. And Sterling, uh, he was also a big uh, part of why the Bucks canceled their game. Um, the I think the the day or week, I think it was the same week of uh Blake Jacob Blake, Blake. Sh- Jacob Blake shooting Correct. right yes so that was also still fresh with that team which right. is why they led that whole NBA wide uh protest correct continue so uh inter- interesting fact about Sterling Brown his father is a police officer and oh. according to Sterling Brown in this article I read he and his father have had friction over his dad's profession yeah so yeah yeah it's 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 really it's really unique because um i guess sterling brown had always not always but growing up and maturing had concerns about the police force and of course his dad who you know took an oath to protect the badge probably took a defensive stance in terms of defending the police uh force and apparently that that caused some friction. He also could, noted. He, interesting though. He also noted he loved his dad. He loves his dad. He has a lot of respect for his dad. This is just something they strongly disagree on. And then he finds himself in this situation. So I'd be interested to to know if Sterling Brown's father weighs in on so this. So this was this was so just just so I understand the timeline. They didn't always agree about things prior to his incident with the police. Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Gotcha. So, uh, Walker, another fun fact here, and I'll let you get into your uh, commentary, but I thought it was interesting to know that the city of Milwaukee has spent $31.6 million of taxpayer money in police misconduct settlements in the past four years. Wow. Houston, we got a problem. Wow. What you think, Walker? Wow. Um, so what came of, I know he got the settlement, but what did the police department do? So they, they, they uh, released a statement acknowledging wrongdoing, which I think is important in this case, because that, I think that's what Sterling wanted more so than anything or Sterling's team. But you know, here's the thing to reflect on here, Walker, this took two years, just Just two years to get that. Right. Right. So, um, it it made me think, man, uh, you it's 2020, so I can still do this. But I thought about George Floyd's uh, execution, right? Have you heard any acknowledgement of wrongdoing from Minnesota's police department? No. All right. So that that led to George Floyd's death. I'm thinking Sterling Brown got roughed up and tased. It took two years. How long do we have to wait to get acknowledgement of wrongdoing? Which I think socially as a nation, everyone can agree, hey, this was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know. Yeah. I I just don't understand why that is so tough 
to acknowledge on behalf of police. But again, I've said it before, like if you're not if we say that no one is above the law, then that would have to apply to police officers as well. And you would have to hold them accountable for such actions. I don't even think he was calling for anyone to be fired or jailed or anything. He just wanted an acknowledgement of wrong. And you can't even do that. That's a low bar. That's that's saying a lot. That's a low bar to clear. All you got to say is, yeah, we 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 effed up. I think about I right. think, I think about our social climate now, and you know people do things, especially on social media, and they'll come out and issue this canned apology within seconds. You know, I, I'm right. I'm I'm a little skeptical of that, but it's still something. But here we have a a, <laughs> a group of enforcement officials who are sworn sworn in and given an oath to protect and serve, and it seems like in this particular case, and a lot of cases uh, in this nation. Where they just can't say, hey, look, we we got this wrong. Let me ask you this, Walker. Do you think there's any value in this? No. Really? So 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 in analyzing Sterling Brown's actions since uh, he's released from this from this incident, do you think it was even worth his time to I pursue? I can't answer it? that for him. I can't I can't speak for him in that regard. I just think I think he got 750k from this and he got an acknowledgement of wrong. If that's what he set out to get, then for him, it was all worth it. But I think in the grand scheme of things, systemically, what does that change about the policing in the city of Milwaukee? Nothing. So as, no. as we can see to the tune of $31.6 million, exactly. are there any other acknowledgments of wrongdoings in any of, the, any of these other cases? We don't know. That's a ridiculously funded organization, too, because you know the Fraternal Order of Police pays that off. Yes, so it's, it's, it's not even you don't even. Ha- and again, we've already talked about how these unions just they don't they don't they don't hold anyone. account. Like they're there for the police. They're not there for the people. So if you're paying out that much money, you're basically saying as a police, I just know. Huh, all right. Well, that is pay them off. I keep my job, whatever. Keep moving. What? Where's the change? Right. Where's the change? You just, that means you just have a ridiculous budget. True. And let's go back to something you've helped me realize. This is how the system is structured. Sure. It's operating effectively. So sure. I, I, I think considering that, I think Sterling Brown getting an acknowledgement of wrongdoing is like bonus points. I mean, again, I, I can't tell him what to put value in, but if that's what he set out to do, then good for him. Well, I'm, I just, I'm giving you Gatry's perspective. Yeah. I mean, I'm, again, I'm just, if that's, if that's what he set out to do, that's what he wanted. He got what he wanted. Kudos to him. Oh. I just think in a grand scheme, eh. You know, you know something else, grand scheme? What's that? Uncle Joe's going to fix all this. That was unnecessary. <sighs> that was unnecessary. Back to you, Walker. Um... <laughs> Trump is butthurt about all of this. Discuss a trash. About Sterling Brown? No. <laughs> he, he don't even know who Sterling Brown is. Don't care. I am the least racist person in this room. What is- How does he keep getting in here? <laughs> Have something to do with you pushing a button <laughs> on the sound. Pun intended, huh? <laughs> he is butthurt. Walker, I want to hear what you got to say about this. So Trump uh, has yet, I think he's, I think he put in, I think he was seen publicly on Veterans Day. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw a clip from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But other than that, not much. 
Um, he has since fired four senior officials. <laughs> he's fired his uh, defense secretary. And he's denied Biden and his staff access to government office, secure communications and classified briefings. So um, he's butthurt. He's a little he's a little uh, he's a little upset. You want to know what my thoughts are about it? That's why I came here, Walker. Uh, He's on schedule. This is about on schedule for for what we can expect from from Trump losing this election. It's on schedule. You thought he was again. We really thought that he was going to concede the election and get back to finishing out his term as president. No chance. Working hard for the American people because, after all, he is a public servant. So he's here to serve the people, right? Right. We thought he was going to do all of that. He, you thought he was going to help. He was going to help Biden and his team transition along because he cares about America. America first, right? <laughs> That's what we thought was going to happen. Correct. Right. Hmm? Right. No, he's on schedule. The, the everything he's doing is pretty much what I saw coming, and he he's yet to concede, and a lot of it is helped to be divisive. Because again, if he feels he's robbed, then why would I help Joe and his team transition along? Because they're responsible for robbing me of the election in the first place, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And think about this. 70 plus million people voted for Donald Trump. (laughs) That's a lot of people who think that he did get cheated. That's a lot of people. I'm not saying all of them, but that's a lot of people. Still a lot of folks, yeah. What you got, Black? Quick update. Trump did appear today on the news, but he only spoke about the coronavirus. and He took no questions. Hmm. Oh, he did a press briefing or something? Yeah. So that's his second appearance since losing the election. Okay. I mean, again, he's butthurt. Okay. I just needed it. I just needed to take this beating like a man. Hillary did. Hey. Hillary did. Hey. Is Hillary more man? More of a man than Trump is? Finish him. Hmm? Walker. What? It's totally different. How is it totally different? Hillary wasn't in office. She didn't have anything to, to give up. Gatry, she clearly was a more qualified individual. That's not in question here. But I think the difference is, and I'm not defending Trump, but I think the optics are a little unbalanced in your in your uh in your How comments. Is it unbalanced? Because because Trump had Trump Trump was he had the power. He was absorbing the power. Sure. Right? So now you take that away from him? You want to just give that up? Oh. Oh. You Trump people got to get out of the White House. Your Trump people is upset? Hmm? You would give him a hug, too. It's okay, Trump. I am the least racist person <laughs> in this room. What is Oh, Trumpy Poo. Uh, again, I'm not defending it. Is but Trumpy Poo gonna lose? He gonna lose the housey? What the what? Hmm? He gonna lose the housey? You gotta get out of the housey. The whitey housey. Hmm. Hmm. Give him a huggy wuggy. 
You feel sorry for old Trumpy? I did. I never said that. No, you under, you you empathize. You you empathy. You, I'm you're seeking, being empathy. I'm seeking okay. to understand, just like you did. Oh, Trumpy like you did in trying to seek to Trumpy understand Trump supporters. Trumpy Wumpy. You had to get on their level to understand why they would do the things they do. I'm trying to do the same thing now. Trumpy Wumpy is sad, isn't he? Isn't he? Isn't he? Are you Trump? Can you answer the question? Are you? We not doing this? What are your thoughts? How do you feel? You, I've already told you my you thoughts. You already told your thoughts. Yeah. You, you, I'm not you, surprised you by anything. You yeah. get it with him. Yeah. Okay. Is this going to help? I don't even know why we're talking about this. Did you? Did you expect him to see that? I had a question point? for you. He told, like we said last week, dude. He told us he was not going to give up the seat peacefully. What are we talking about? So does do you think that Biden this this do you think that this makes Biden's efforts in uniting the country and the and both parties even more difficult? Oh yeah. And yeah. does it does it kind of speak back to the point I made a week ago about the fact that you basically have Republicans who went along with everything Trump has done up to this point? How is Joe Biden going to unite these guys who clearly drew a line in the sand for the past four years? We'll see. You, you know what I what I think is interesting about this? What's that? And what I want to see, even though I'm not going to care, you know, probably an hour after the inauguration. Uh, you think about stuff like the Affordable Health Care Act put in by Obama, right? Uh, I feel for like people who don't know what that means, explain what that means. What do you mean? It's Obamacare. No, it's not. I can't stand that. I can't stand that. You got some people. Listen, there have been people who've been interviewed and was like, I love that. I think the Affordable Health Care Act is great. Yeah, but what do you think about Obamacare? It's terrible. Like, you got people who really don't know that's the same thing. None of those people listen to this podcast. Fair enough. Thank you. <laughs> Slow down, Rush. Um, <laughs> you, you, you rush. <laughs> no. Here's my thing, Walker. Mr. Empathy for Trumpy Wumpy. <laughs> I'm rushed out. Okay. Okay. We, we, we doing that today? What's the thing? What you got? What's your point? Here's my thing. I saw a lot of activity, a lot of antagonistic activity against the Affordable Health Care Act. Sure. I think a lot of this was deep rooted mm-hmm. in racism. <gasps> Not the R word. So here's my thing. Here's my thing. Barack Obama struggles to unite this nation were limited because of one thing that he could not control. I'm interested to see if Biden takes a similar path, but maybe doesn't see as much resistance because he's not black. That's a good point. But my thing is, my thing with that is that's not the issue here. That's in, not ter- the- in terms in terms of Joe Biden's attempts to unite the nation. It's not. It, it is an issue. Race isn't a factor anymore. It is not in that. Yeah, it is. How is it? What stifled Barack Obama's efforts to unite the nation? Barack Obama is not in the picture anymore. What stifled Barack Obama's efforts to unite the nation? We're going to get into that. What stifled? I'll ask again, Walker. We're going to get into that. I'm going. I'm actually going to speak to that later. So then, what are we talking about now? Joe Biden's black. Well, according to Charlemagne, yeah. Huh? According to what he told Charlemagne, I'm sorry. He didn't say that. 
What did he tell Charlemagne? If you don't vote for me, you ain't black. What does that got to do with Joe Biden being black? Well, I'm sure he voted for himself, not Trump. <laughs> wow, that's how you. That's how. You, <laughs> Who do you think Joe Biden voted for? Who do you think Biden voted for? You stupid. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, is the issue here is that, and I mentioned it last week, is that Trump has successfully divided the country. Right. Right. Yeah. But he's made it more of a party thing. He's made it more of the radical left and Trump. He don't even say Republicans. He just <laughs> says a radical left and Trump. Right. Right. So now or Joe Maga. Biden. Sure. Sure. Joe Biden represents the radical left. To him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. And for people who support Trump. Correct. So my thing is, yes, racism is still a problem, but I think what Trump has successfully done, he's made it so that anything Biden does, we're against because he's the reason and the radical left is the reason why Trump is no longer president because they had to have something to do with the election. That's all I'm saying there. Racism is still a problem. I know you're mentioning with what happened with Barack. Yeah, that was an issue, but I'm saying Trump has divided the nation along lines that really wasn't a factor as much with Barack because Barack you could eat people could easily see Barack and what he represented and the problem they had with that yeah. I'm saying with Joe Biden that's not necessarily people still have that a similar animosity but it's not rooted in race it's rooted within him being part of the radical left is what I'm saying okay does that make sense yeah okay but I think his effectiveness in trying to unite the nation it's going to be interesting to see oh i agree with that, that he's white gives him more success than say an obama had okay. okay i'm not saying it is or it isn't i'm just gonna well no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna care, i mean honestly. you already got i mean biden wanted to enact uh mandatory usage of masks right. in every state yeah. and you already got governors like man if you don't kick rocks oh and Think about it. We learned this in the, during the Trump administration. You cannot mandate that. That's a state level. Some areas, a county level. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's tried to work with the governors to get them to enact that. And it was like, whatever. Right. Because he can't do anything now. So, well, he ain't going to be able to do anything when he get in office, obviously, either along those lines. We'll see. It's almost worked in reverse. It's like Democratic governors ignored Trump. Now Republicans, now it's their turn. <laughs> We're divided, bro. We're okay. just divided. Okay. So, here we go. Walker, I thought about you on this next one. Oh, boy. <laughs> and you may trash it, but I really hope you lean into this. UPS, after, <laughs> after a lot of years, I should say, that's not so shallow, uh, has finally allowed workers to wear natural hair and facial hair. Discuss or trash? Uh, trash. I don't want to talk about that. Why did you want to talk about this? Because Walker, you don't even have hair. Why do you care? <laughs> I have I have a little bit of facial hair. A little bit. So for the little bit of facial hair, you give me why this is significant. No, it's not significant to me, Walker. Did you hear I opened this? I said I thought about you when I saw this article. You thought about me. Walker, you, you just envisioned me working you for UPS are one day. Birmingham. <laughs> You, you are Birmingham's cover boy for natural hair in the workplace. You are. 
What does that even mean? Walker, Walker, I'm going to tell you what it means, and I'm going to stay as vague as I can. Walker, over the last few years... You see how Black's looking at you? I think he's jealous of your hair. Yeah, of course I am. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to think about that, Black. Dude, if I could grow that... <laughs> But you have a nice looking scalp. Thank you. It takes a lot of you time. Actually, do it, thank you, thank yeah. you. Uh, natural oils. Okay. Essential oils. I'm sorry, not natural. Are they? Anyway, um, but Walker, I've we seen need ads. But go ahead. I've seen how your hair has developed over the past few years, mm -hmm. and I look at it in comparison to the picture I have for you on my phone. <laughs> what what picture do you have? You know what picture it is. You hate it. That's why I don't ever show it to you. <laughs> I'm going to change the picture of you. I don't think I have a picture of you, actually. Good. Uh, it's coming, though. No, but I look at the progression of your hair, and I remember as you start to grow your hair out, I was thinking, this dude has got major cojones, because I know where he goes to work every day, and I know that ain't happening. Mm -hmm. But I, I applauded you deep down, because... And during this time, this is before we even started playing the podcast, but sure. when, whenever I would encounter you... It would be even more of it. And I'm like, oh. I was like, just, just wait for it, Roddy. It's coming. I thought they were going to ax you. Because <laughs> Walker and I used to work at the same place, so I feel like I'm qualified to have. And Black used to work work there too. Um, I feel like I'm qualified to have these thoughts, right? Sure. And so, but you kept growing it, and you kept leaning into it, mm -hmm. and I thought that was so powerful. Okay. So it, this is going to be really funny. <laughs> During my time interning at this place of employment, uh, when I was in college, when I still had hair before it all left, I, I don't would, even remember what that yeah, was. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, I, I, Jefferson. <laughs> I would have my mom <laughs> twist up my hair on the weekends <gasps> only only to have it picked out on Sunday night. Because Did I see you with twists? You may have you, cause yeah, cause I was out. I was out back then. So you no, may wasn't. Have. <laughs> you was not. I was out. How you slide that in? Oh, I was out back then. I was out. I used to kick it, Walker. Negro, please. Anyway, <laughs> I had so much fear over what the repercussions would be if I walked in with these very small twists. So you would rinse, rinse, and rinse and pick. I'd wash it out, and I mean, my mom would pick it out. Okay, so. But this is a routine thing for several months because even then I was like, man, if I show up to work like this, <laughs> I'm going to get canned, you know? So I thought about all of that and I, I guess I've been removed from that company for a while. So the culture may be shifting, but that's why I thought of you because I'm like, he would appreciate this because there have been a contingent of UPS employees who have lost their jobs for refusing to either trim down their facial hair or refusing to cut their natural hair. This gotcha. has happened to men. This has happened to women. UPS has a very standard and linear uh, expectation in terms of hair. They're very militaristic in terms of we want you short, clean cut. You can have a mustache, but it's got to be like you can't touch your lip. Things like that, but very clearly, you know, explained, but very limiting in terms of, you know, artistic expression or even cultural awareness. Cultural How about awareness. That? Yes. Yes. So. Um, I had some other things in here I wanted to get your top, get your thoughts on. Since you trashed it, we won't even talk about it. Shame on me for caring about my fellow co-host. You don't. Black, what are you doing next Friday? I'll be right here. Okay. Well, no, you won't. More on that later. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Discuss the trash. Gatry won't be here next week. <laughs> anyway, so no, 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 no. I brought it up. We're here now. We're here now. What? Where are you going to be next week? That, I don't know. I may not even be here tomorrow. Oh, that's what we're doing. All right, that's what we're doing, Chris Brown. That's, that's what we're doing next topic sir that's what we're doing we're just going to dance the week after next i'll let you know where i am going next week did you how did that sound to you black how did that sound did that sound natural so it's a mental gymnastics right there. yeah y'all think of y'all get it tomorrow Rhonda sanders wants to expand stand your ground laws in florida discuss the trash you know you want to do this. You know, you know, you know. Don't even know why you fronting. You don't even know why you fronting. Think about it though. I want to hear about this. I don't want to. I don't want to submit anything. That is not how discuss or trash works. Discuss. Thank you. So his proposal, this draft leg- legislation that he he wrote up, um, provided for some lawmakers. It's it's updated to include it allows people to be able to shoot those who are looting, um, doing criminal mischief and arson that results in the interruption or impairment of business operations as justifications for using physical force, including lethal options against a person. Okay, Looting means committing burglary within 500 feet of a violent or disorderly assembly according to the draft legislation okay so that that's pretty much basically saying you can shoot looters right um i believe there is another i think i got something else here yeah if 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 uh, prosecutors decide to charge someone who uses deadly force, the person can raise stand your ground def- uh, defense during a pretrial hearing before a judge. If the person is successful, he or she is granted immunity from prosecution. Immunity is not given to anyone who uses force against a police officer in a line of duty. Okay. Um, thoughts, Gap? This is very forward. In what way? It's, I mean, it's essentially saying if you feel like someone's looting or rioting, take them out. Um, is that, did I, did I receive that? You, you, you heard it. You heard okay. it right. You got it right. This doesn't surprise me with DeSantis and this doesn't surprise me with Florida. Uh, you know, the part of the reason why I want to discuss, wanted to discuss this was, you know, I first thought of Trayvon Martin and I was, I was concerned. I already, I already thought the, the stand your ground is what essentially saves Zimmerman in that case, right? Right. Okay. Uh, so I thought... Which was BS too. True. But I thought, considering the outcome of that case, to stand stand your ground, uh, what, stand your ground law in Florida was pretty self-explanatory. If you feel threatened, execute. Right. So I don't understand how this is any different than that. Gotcha. Because um, people people see looting as a threatening action. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to always have a problem with anyone 
who's going to address the looting but won't address the underlying issues that lead to looting. Here we go. No one assembles to just say, hey, let's just loot random yeah. buildings, yeah. right? It's yeah, always a response to an injustice that happens that claims the life of someone who should still be living today, right? Right. In each situation that we've had looting this year, it's because someone lost their life that should not have lost their life. How about we deal with those issues and you don't have to write some BS expansion to stand your ground laws that address looting how about that maybe well how about we just do that maybe that's a good idea maybe but i'm just spitballing well i'm just a podcast guy right yeah well that's that goes against the system walker you have to understand that i'm concerned about the timing of this as well why is that uh just because i i was under the impression that if trump were to get reelected, we would see another uptick of activities such as this protests, riots and things like that since the opposite occurred I, don't, I, I, I just suspected in my own thinking and processing that we would not see anything like that so considering what has happened the past week why would you make this order to expand this now to appeal to your base oh. and appeal to people in the state of Florida okay yeah of course okay. anything else uh, let's get, that's all I got. That's my, all you got for? Yeah, my clip is empty, Walker. Um, let's talk about uh, college football. Um, actually postponing games. Are we going to actually finish this season out? You think? Yeah, Walker. We are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's cash grab. Um, you got too many wealthy people and too much money involved in this. So we're going to end up playing games until maybe uh. February, you think? Yeah, you against that? I mean, sure, why not? No one in this room loves college football more than you do, Walker. What are you griping about? More than I do? Yes, Walker. More than I do? Yes. Okay. You want to do this? You don't watch anymore? I don't. You don't watch hey, anymore? Hey, 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 listen, listen. Watching. You don't it, be, You don't love your beloved. Tall. Watching and being obsessed are two totally different things. I'm not obsessed. You. I'm not obsessed. I'm not obsessed more time see if i believe you this time i'm obsessed twr that's a job oh okay and it's my homies and so you don't talk college football with your friends no way i draw the line (laughs) we'll always know when you're lying (laughs) through your teeth we'll always know no but I, i really i really think walker seriously the three of us in here no one cares about it more than you do okay so I would think you would value this thing being extended uh, a month longer. It's whatever. I, I, it, I was really that, I was that a wrong read? Was that a wrong read on my I'm behalf? Be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, honest, honest with you. I just don't like the fact that they're being so cavalier with with people's lives in 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 doing this. I understand it's a cash grab, and you got to keep this money going. That's really why we're even playing football. But this is such an odd year of football. It's such an odd. Year. You got people playing. They will play at the most seven games, depending on what conference you're in. You got other teams. The big, the Big Ten started playing, and in week two, they was canceling. Like they started out the gate tripping over each other. Surprisingly, the Big Twelve has not even had any issues, I don't think, which is odd to me. But yeah, it's just it's just weird. You would, you know, quote one of my homeboys. You would think that they would have their own self-imposed bubble with these teams, considering how important it is to play these games if money is so important. So it just tells me that just that this is just this was all a bad idea because again, 
you're putting people at risk. You just you just are. Walker, three important things here, okay? Number one, I see the value in having you sit across the table from me. Sure. I love the way you said that. That was essentially what I was been trying to say since college football started. You notice, you notice during this podcast when we start to talk about college football, my emotions kind of shift. I kind of I kind of, you know, shy away from it. I don't want to talk about it. That is the heartbeat of why. Because I'm not really all in this season. Because I do know a lot of these young men, yes, are putting their li- livelihood on the line for dollars. I'm, yeah. I'm really starting to feel that. So that's why I haven't been really excited about it. Personally, cancel the season? Thank you. I'm going to be a little bit happy They always be putting their it. health on the line, though. True. They've always been. I mean, but this is football. a different situation. Fair enough. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. Um, it's another layer on top of what they're already doing. Right. It's another layer. Number two. Walker, do you think it's realistic to believe that these schools could impose bubbles for their programs and expect college age adults to remain true to that? If you have an actual bubble, yeah, you could. Okay, you, you, you mean could. you mean it's tough. You mean you mean Auburn having their bubble and mm-hmm. on campus the football players stay here. They exist within this bubble. Everything you need is here. Mm-hmm. And in, unless we're traveling to Texas A&M, you don't come out of this bubble. Okay. I'm, I'm asking, is that, is, that, is, that the loose, is that the loose expectation of this bubble you talk about? In a way, yeah. Okay. So we have 17 to 22-year-olds. I know it's tough to do. I already know it's tough to do, but... But continue. We have 17 to 22-year-old men. Actually, you can do it. But however, what's tough about it is for Auburn, they came off of a, a, a bye week in which they let the kids leave campus, which always, which is, it was a recipe. Yeah. It's a recipe for it, right? So when you do that, you're going to open yourself up. It's going to happen. So continue to your point. I've got the remedy, Walker. I've got the remedy. What's that? You ready for this? I want you to lean in and listen because I'm not going to say it loud. I don't lean in. Pay the players. Guess what? They'll do whatever you ask them to do. They'll be more incentivized to stay in a bubble like that. Why do you you think NBA Sands Lou Williams said, you know what? I'm going to stay in this bubble. There's a bag in this bubble. Why did you pick Lou Williams because of all players? Lou Williams went to the Shake, joined an ATL for wings and booty. <laughs> Jack Harlow synced it all. <laughs> He's one of the wackest rappers out right now, too. You have listened to his music? Yeah, I listened to that t- uh, that song he did for Tyler Harrow, Hero. Trash. But no, so so <laughs> Here's the, here's that that's my that's my suggestion to this whole thing. I like the idea of the bubble. The bubble obviously is effective when done right, as we've seen in the NBA. But the only difference between these two bag, no bag. Fair enough. Fair enough. But again, it, 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 you you're getting into all the things wrong with college sports. True. Anyway, so and which which that. I'm in I'm in agree I agree with you on all those points. Yeah, yeah, if you're if you're 17 on scholarship and you're getting paid twenty thirty thousand dollars a year to play football. And they say, man, if you leave this bubble, you're not going to have that. You gone, Walker? Yeah. You going to leave the bubble? No, no I'm not going to leave. You're going to stay. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. You're right. Um, he if doesn't that's... say that often. Thank you, Walker. This feels good. I know, right? <laughs> 
with it. It's only November. <laughs> um, you want to get out of here, man? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to, but you know, we don't have much more to talk about. Yeah, it's it's been that kind of week, man. Short yeah, week, true. And you, it is Friday the thirteenth. It is, isn't it? You know, I got a special. Oh god. <laughs> Thanks, Black. <laughs> Walker, I've got a shout out. Do <laughs> you like that? I've been playing around with that. Do I like it? Yeah. Um. Do I have to answer that? Yes. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Walker, my shout out. I'm actually gonna shout out two gentlemen. You today. thought I was gonna give you a straight answer there? Uh, no. Actually, I did give you a straight answer, Walker. But. You're a hard man to please. You're a hard man to impress. So your answer is not. Surprise me in the least. I'm not a hard. I'm hard man to impress. Walker, you are. You, you, what do you mean? We're gonna do this again. You act like. Okay, I'm not gonna say that. Thank that's you. A, that's a trigger. Anyway, I've got Cal uh, Lewis and Devin Williams. Have you heard of these guys, Walker? Who are they? They are the National League and the American League representatives for Rookie of the Year in the Major League Baseball Association this year. Uh Kyle, oh man, let me get this name right. Sorry. Kyle Lewis of the Seattle Mariners was a unanimous Rookie of the Year selection. Um, I don't think you care about his stats, uh, but they're here. Uh, And Devin Williams for the Brewers was a National League representative. I think this is cool, Walker, because uh, according to this article, (laughs) this marks, I believe, at least 24 years since two men of color have won the rookie of the year for each league of the MLB. Okay. Um, Walker, I'll be honest, you know, my thoughts about baseball are very, very painful, you know, considering what happened to my Braves this year. What happened to them? Um, so I'll be honest. I, I didn't mean, for re- the listeners, I mean, what, what happened to the Braves? We made it to the national league championship series. Oh, they didn't win. I mean, we do, we're doing a podcast. You have to keep talking. Like I asked you a question. Like they didn't win. So I was not as in tune with baseball this year, obviously for that reason. But um, it's good to see these two young brothers doing their thing. Uh, I would say that I will keep up with them and see how their careers progress. But let's be real. Unless they get traded to ATL, it ain't happening. But I'm still happy for them. I'm saying, but did the Braves win, though? <laughs> did they win, though? We're not doing this? Okay. Fine. My shout-out goes to another athlete, someone who you hold in high esteem, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Michael Jordan opened up a new clinic in Charlotte, North Carolina. This clinic, which is, and this is courtesy of News One, this clinic, which is the second location opened by Jordan, was designed to eliminate socioeconomic barriers standing in the way of accessibility to quality health care. Amid the pandemic, systemic inequities surrounding health care have been pushed to the forefront of the national conversation. And Jordan wants to ensure that individuals have the support and resources needed to stay safe during this unprecedented time. The facility dubbed the Novant Health Michael Jordan Family Medical Clinic 
houses an x-ray room, exam rooms, and areas for physical therapy. Insurance isn't a requirement for individuals seeking treatment. Jordan unveiled the first clinic in Charlotte in October 2019, and to date, the medical facility has served over 3,000 people and distributed more than 13,000 COVID-19 tests during the public health crisis. So I want to shout out Michael Jordan for thinking about those who need a little assistance, a little help, especially during this time was most important and essential. Shout out to Michael Jordan for thinking about the community. Walker, I will always approve an MJ shout out. Always. So who played themselves? Walker, goodness. I, this is like really government-y and politica, political, whatever. I didn't plan to be this political on this podcast, but um, Price Wallace. Have you heard of him? No. All right. He is uh, a state representative for the great state of Mississippi. Okay. <laughs> if that didn't play him enough, I mean, no, no I'm joking. <laughs> He did some foolishness. So uh, shortly, <laughs> shortly after the AP declared victory for Biden, oh boy, uh, Price Wallace picked up his phone. He went to Twitter. <laughs> you would know he tweeted Walker. <laughs> he says Mississippi should strongly consider succeeding from the union, <laughs> not seceding from the union. <laughs> now, for those of you listening, uh, succeed and succeed are uh, two. To- uh, what were they? Were they antonyms? Are they even that? Succeed, no. Succeed. Okay, they're not even antonyms. Um, but he he typed succeed in his tweet, and um, he later on added another tweet, strongly suggesting the people of Mississippi take action and make mississippi its own country <laughs> it can't already <laughs> well played sir continue uh so uh yeah these tweets were sent moments after biden uh, i'm not one to talk we live in alabama just uh, next door but go ahead seriously so uh what uh, another thing that was interesting about this is while the tweets were up he was getting a lot of flack from other state representatives in Mississippi, A, about his uh, his typo, uh, succeed and succeed, and B, about, dude, really? Like, <laughs> and these are from fellow, fellow Republicans as well. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, Price, uh, I think we're overreacting just a little bit here. Let's relax. So, uh, of course, he did what everybody else does when your tweet gets action like this. Act. No, well, he oh. didn't say it was act. He just removed it so, okay. or deleted the tweet. So, cowardly. So it's, so it's kind of like a mix it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I, I see what you did there. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, Price, you idiots. All righty. Give me. Oh, yeah, I gotta get hands ready for this hands one. Uh, dirty here. Mine goes off to goes out to one Meredith Venrelo. I think is her name. Um, her husband had to resign um, from his job recently um, over something she tweeted. Um, Speaking of political tweets, should I run this clip? uh, Yeah, please do me the honor, sir. 
A letter of resignation from Los Lomitas Elementary School District Board President John Venverlo. The reason? Racially charged comments his wife Meredith Venverlo made on social media about Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. The Twitter account has been taken down, but people have shared and criticized the posts, including one that says all she needs to be qualified is a black expletive. No brains needed. In Menlo Park tonight. Unfortunate. I think it's awful. Dismay about the posts. In his statement, Venverlo says his wife expressed reprehensible views he does not agree with, and he is stepping down immediately to avoid being a distraction for the district. Now, um, there's a lot going on there, Walker. It's a lot. It's a lot. And by the way, uh, the word she used, uh, it rhymes with the word wussy. And starts with the letter P. I was curious of what that black expletive was. That's where I come into play. I got okay. you, my friend. Thank you. Now, Mr. Vinverlo also made a few other statements, um, according to the San Francisco Chronicle. He says, I stood for election to be a trustee because I care about doing the right thing for all of our kids in our district. However, given my wife's social media posts, which, which express reprehensible views that I do not agree with, I know my continued service would be a distraction from the work that needs to be done in a district over the two years remaining in my term. So he stepped down. OK, now. Of course, his wife decides uh, she's going to explain herself. Um she made some statements and I think she she issued an apology on Facebook. OK, so she actually blamed this post on changes in her medication. All okay? right. So so listen, I want you to listen. OK, black. I want you to listen. Some of you know, I suffer from a debilitating neuro neurological disease. And as a result, I take various medications, she said. OK. Now, she went on to say, over the past several days, I have been weaning off of my meds to prepare for a hospitalization that is scheduled to start tomorrow, which would have been November 9th. I believe that the change in my medication reduced my judgment between right and wrong. When I made the post, there is no excuse for what I wrote, but I ask for your understanding that my state of mind was far from normal last night, she added. Right now. Now, I know some of you may be thinking, oh, okay, she's she's on medication. Now, the petty me, I'm trying to be a good, I'm trying to be a better person, all right? We're two months out from 2021. Shut up, okay? The, the per <laughs> I am trying to be a better me, all right? I'm trying not to be petty because the petty me, petty version of myself would have said, okay, is this medication for your neuro neurological disease or is it for racism, all right? Are you winning off your meds and you're becoming more racist? So the medication was designed to treat your racism. Is that what she means? Or is it really for her condition? That's the petty me would have asked, right? But I'm not going to say that here, right? You didn't hear that from me. Her husband goes on and says, following her apology, obviously. Can you guess what he said? Can anybody guess? No one can guess. Meredith is not a racist in the least. What? what? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. This this is what she said. This is what she said. I am the least racist person in this room. What? That is exactly. That makes sense now. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's the. Yes, absolutely. She's not a racist person in the least. She personally has done a lot of great work for underprivileged communities because that's obviously how you show you're not racist. Right. Right. Now, 
in this case here's where he, here's where he goes on here's where he goes on right in this case i believe she was trying to be humorous and sarcastic and completely missed the mark possibly because of the situation with the mitts okay her remarks were atrocious and unacceptable nonetheless and she is now devastated broken and deeply sorry right now i am not here to say if it was the meds or not i'm just going to say at least one of these two people were lying here at least one at least one okay because i don't know of any medication that makes you less or more racist based on whether you take it or not <laughs> i don't know i've never read that in the side effects i never you know what i mean yeah. i've take i've never i've heard of dizziness nausea uh diarrhea you know these are things that physically happen to your body that are uncontrollable right I didn't know that racism was one of them. Now, here the pro here's the problem I have with this, these posts. Her post, her initial post. Obviously, it's hypocritical, right? Because she says all you have to do is have a black vagina, right? right. And she indicated after that, no brains. <laughs> okay. Well, let me ask you this, Gatry. The, you know the problem I have, and I think you 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 say it often. I say it often is this thing we 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 say. I believe it's called keeping the same energy. Yes. Oh, okay. So in other words, what you believe over here should remain true over there, it should, right? Yeah. Right? right. It shouldn't change. In other words, you shouldn't move the goalpost depending on who it is that you're voting for and who that you like. Right. For four years. Four years four years there was a president in office that had no political experience right right her argument was arguing that that she was a diversity hire and had no experience all you got to do is be a black woman and and, and and have a vagina right no brains at all yeah. did trump have any political experience prior to becoming president zero what about you black do you know of any can you want to you don't want to research that you don't, you don't even have to research that do you no common knowledge. common knowledge oh okay it's common thank you it's common knowledge that he had no political experience but Kamala has spent three years in the senate prior to becoming vice president see that's the problem i have mm. is that if if we're gonna argue this was that true when your boy got in the office <laughs> See, I just don't like the hypocrisy. I, I just need us to use the same standards that we dislike about the person we didn't vote for the person that we actually voted. It's called keeping the same energy. But I know that people don't understand that. Second problem I have with this is that it's just a flat out lie. Well, yeah. I mean, Kamala Harris is, uh, you know, we've been critical of her, but she ain't no joke. That's a bad chick. True has spent three years in the senate did you know that prior that she was the attorney general of california for six years did you know that i did okay did you know that before that that she is this common knowledge you don't have to research this for facts i'm looking on wikipedia this could be fake news but black is this common <laughs> knowledge it is common knowledge that she was an attorney general for the state of california and prior to that she spent another seven years as a district attorney in San Francisco. Did you know that, Gatry? I did. Wait, so you knew it. Yes. Black, did you know it? I knew is it. Is this, can, I'm not, a, help me, I'm not reaching. Is this common knowledge? <laughs> yes. So we all know, so this isn't fake news. I'm, I'm keeping score at home. This isn't Petty Walker talking right now. Thank you. Okay, I'm, I'm, I was asking. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Oh, no, oh, it's, oh. It's not. Oh. It's not. I've said I'm trying. Okay. 
It's not 2021 yet. <laughs> anyway, I'm what I'm saying is is that I to be a district attorney, you had to be an attorney first. Mm, yeah. What are, are they just handing out diplomas for a what do you what is it required to, to be an attorney? Yeah, go to law school. Wait, you have to go where? You have to go and finish actually. Yeah. And finish. Yeah. Don't you have to pass like a I think it's called a uh, bar? Not to be an attorney. Oh. Not to be? No, you're just You do? Yes, you do have to pass a bar. Really? <sighs> yes. He's channeling his inner Trump right now. Gotcha. His empathy for <laughs> Trumpy Wumpy. Now, what I'm saying is <laughs> What I'm saying is, not to get off in the weeds, but this woman has brains. Right? Yeah. Isn't that what Meredith said? She has no brains? She yeah. just has a black vagina? Female part. <laughs> That's what she has. That's all she has, right? According to her, yeah. And see, this is what, and it, I was going to mention something about Barack, but I'm going to start first with black women. This is right here is what black women be talking about. Mm. Right here. You work so hard. And as a statement, because we have, we have, we have friends who are white who listen to this podcast. This is there's a statement in our community that says you have to work twice as hard to get half as far as they do. They being white people. Sure. Because there will be a segment of people in society and culture, no matter how hard you work, they will reduce you to the color of your skin and all the negative stereotypes that comes with that. And in this case, what was so criminal almost, but what she did, she not only reduced her to her genitals or genitalia, <laughs> but she had to throw some sauce on it. Not, it wasn't enough to be sexist. She had to throw some sauce. Her black vagina. Female genitalia. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't know meds were, could be that strong. <laughs> I didn't know medication could do that much. Right. I really didn't. Listen, I don't know if these people are racist or not. I'm just saying what they said was racist. We can at least agree there. No question. And what I what I I don't like about this ultimately is the sad thing is there are people in this country who agree with what she tweeted. They agree with that. They see it that way, right? Right. And what I think is <sighs> The problem I see here is that, again, it speaks to how divisive we we are. You we, you mentioned Barack Obama and how he dealt with racism. And there's a contingency of people in our country who had an issue with seeing a black man in the highest position in this country. Now you're seeing a black woman in the second highest position in this country. And there are people who just don't like that. There was a reason why there was this birther. Am I saying that the birther movement that was started by Trump with him not being born here in this country? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. OK. It helped people who had a problem with Barack attached to that. They were able to embrace that narrative, whether it was regardless of whether it was factual or not. And I just think that when we say things like this, the thing that I appreciate most about Trump is that Trump made it made it kind of comfortable for people to express their bigotry right yeah. and that's the one thing i can appreciate about a trump presidency is that we don't have to guess who's 
<laughs> who have these little sketchy views, right? right? Because they're out in the open with it. What I would like to say to people like uh, old Meredith and her husband here is if you stop saying racist things, you never have to explain to people that you're not racist. That's how that works. Pretty simple. Don't do racist things and we will never suspect you of being such. If you're a nice person, we'll just assume you're a nice person, right? That's not how that, you see how that works? Most times. If yeah. I mean, you'll say, man, he's mean. <laughs> if you're racist, we'll probably think you're what, Gatry? Racist. So just stop. Khaled, could you let her know what she did? Congratulations, you played yourself. Trump? I am the least racist person in this room. What is he hasn't met Meredith yet. Oh, facts. Anyway, Gat, you got anything else, man? Oh, that's all I got, bro. Well, ladies and gentlemen, please. I said it last week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with at least one person you know would enjoy this episode. We're trying to get our views up, our followership up. We would appreciate it greatly. And with that, the doors of the Tipping Point Pod are open. Go in peace. Enjoy your week. When is this releasing? Uh, I'm going to keep it the same release schedule. Okay. Enjoy your week. Unless you want to change it. No. Enjoy your week. It'll be Monday. Yeah. Um, Be safe. Have a prosperous week. And as always, I'm Cesar Walker. That guy over there is... Ronnie Gatry and the guy over there is black. I can't see him, but yeah, I'll I'll probably just stick with you and I. Okay. Yeah. And we are the tipping point podcast. Thanks again for listening guys.